This is Steven, the host of the Pixel Power Podcast. This show is devoted to getting the most out of your Pixel phone, Pixel book, and Google Assistant devices. I want to thank you for listening to this early episode of the podcast. Much has changed over time, and I've added new segments to the podcast and improved the audio quality. Thanks for giving the podcast a listen, and feel free to send me any feedback at steven at pixelpowerpodcast.com. Now, on to this episode of the Pixel Power Podcast. Hey Google, what's a gadget? According to Wikipedia, a gadget is a small tool such as a machine that has a particular function, but is often thought of as a novelty. Given that this is episode 0007 of the Pixel Power Podcast, I thought we would uh, take this time and focus on gadgets, just as our favorite spy would do in those wonderful James Bond films. And uh, we've named this episode Pixel, Google Pixel. Now that we have the cheesy opening done, let's talk about what we are going to be discussing today. It is uh, after the holiday, after the Christmas holiday. And so what I thought we would do is, first of all, take a look and see what Santa brought to our house in the way of gadgets. Uh, Then I would uh, like to focus on a gadget that I received and how I used uh, the Pixel 3 phone and the Pixel book to prepare the gadget. And then uh, I want to do a quick summary of uh, the Google hardware that's in the home, the gadgets that are in the home that are Google related. And as we always do, we'll wrap up with some news and uh, believe it or not, there's still a few deals hanging out there post holidays. I do wanna say that uh, my plan for this podcast was to spend time in specific either gadgets, tools, applications, and I'll be doing that next time. Next time we're gonna take a deep dive into Google Keep and explain some of the ways that you can use Google Keep. It seems like a perfect fit for the new year as you start to create your new year's resolutions. So I'll be doing a, uh, an episode on Google Keep. We'll, we'll tend to lean into the more advanced tools and stay away from the basics. So be sure to come back for the Pixel Power Podcast number eight, which will probably come out in about a week. So here's some of the new things that landed in our household at Christmas. My wife received the pink Fighting. Again, I think it's Fighting. It's F-E-I-T-E-E-N Moto X4 flip case. I told you that I really enjoyed the Fighting Pixel 3 case. So I decided to uh, get her the pink version for her Moto X4. She really seems to be digging it. Those are just wonderful flip cases. Uh, I do have uh, links to everything I'm going to mention in the show notes. So if you're not sure what that looks like, you can go to the show notes and take a look at that. Also, I mentioned that my my wife also has a Google Home Hub in her office. Uh, the one she had uh, was the gray or the slate, uh, or is it the chalk? I, I get all my colors confused. We'll talk about those here in a little bit. The one I purchased for her, I was able to get on sale, but unfortunately it was only available in a specific color. So we decided to upgrade her to the pink color Google Home Hub. So now she has the pink version in her office. She's really pleased. She wondered why the original one wasn't pink and I never really explained it to her. And uh, so it was a nice surprise for her to actually find the pink one under the tree. We also have a Roku Ultra that ended up under the tree for us. And some some of you may not know, but the Roku Ultra or any of the later versions of the Roku, you can actually connect to Google Assistant. And I've got link a link in the show notes for how you can do that and what features are available. Basically, you can pause, play, and you can select certain apps, not all of them. Should also mention that Roku Ultra is actually a great streaming device for Google Play movies and TV. And I use that channel on our Roku regularly. Uh, when I buy movies, I'm either using uh, movies to go to consolidate all of those movies, or I usually get them from the Google Play store 
And uh, that's, uh, again, the, the Roku Ultra is a great way to play those. I still use my NVIDIA Shield TV and on another television. And I got to tell you, I'm really torn between Roku and Android TV. Uh, there's been some things online this past week saying that Android TV is really getting ready to take the cable TV box market by storm. It'd be interesting to watch that and uh, see how that progresses. But for now, I'm just torn between the two. And I guess I should say that you can connect a Roku to the Google Assistant. That is a Roku, one singular. If you have three in the house, you have to pick one. So hopefully they'll expand that and there'll be some way that we can expand Google Assistant uh, control to other Roku devices as well. So right now we just have it connected to the one in our living room. I also uh, put my Google Fi photo booth credit to good use. Those of you that are on Google Fi may remember that uh, there was a little game that you could uh, play and at the end of the game you receive the code for a free photo book if you go to uh, uh, episode six of the podcast you can hear a little bit more about that I decided to cash that in and I was on a trip recently picked some pictures and I put those together and I know my wife doesn't listen to this uh, podcast so that's this is perfect but that's gonna be a Valentine's gift for her and uh, I think she'll really appreciate it because I picked some of the best pictures of our memories from our trip. So that's a great way to put that to use. It was only good for, a, uh, I think it was 10 pages, eight or 10 pages. I expanded it. So I just have a $10 credit on the expanded book, which is great. Also, uh, something else that ended up in our house was the Google Wi-Fi three pack. I was using the Eero. And I was having some issues with the Eero, especially in my office where I record the podcast. I could not have that. So I did upgrade to the Google Wi-Fi uh, using some Amazon credit that uh, I had. And uh, so far, so good. I was able to uh, install it. I will say this. If you have the Google Wi-Fi, make sure you follow the directions exactly in the app. Don't skip anything. Um, everything seems to be working fine, except I have some Hue compatible uh, third-party lights that I've connected to my SmartThings hub. Everything was working great with the Eero, but I've got a couple of third-party lights, and these are mainly the GE Link bulbs uh, that are not working as consistently as I had hoped. I'm going to need to figure that out. I did have that problem with the Eero, and then after some time, it kind of cleaned itself up, so I don't know if maybe I need to go back and reboot. Other than that, though, I've been really pleased with the Google Wi-Fi 3-pack. I've actually, uh, this morning, spent time assigning uh, individual IP addresses for every device, so I know what device is taking up which IP address, and that was pretty easy. There's some things I would like to see in the app, but uh, no deal breakers, and, and right now, the internet connection in the house is just rock solid, and uh, it's, it's working really well. I suspect the problem I was having with the Eero is it was a two-pack. We're in a two-story home. I'm in a basement where I have the office. There's a lot of metal in between the first floor and the second floor, and I think that third hub probably just gave me better consistency in the office. Probably could have added another Eero uh, unit to uh, the the first generation Eero 2 pack that I had, but I just thought, you know, I'm doing a podcast about Google products. We should probably get the Google Wi-Fi uh, hubs in the house, and I'm glad I did. So, so far, so good. Then I want to mention something that I received, and this is a little off topic, but I'm going to actually bring it on topic. The C64 Mini, if you're a retro game person or you grew up in the 80s as I did, you know that the Commodore 64 was the computer and it was one of the most popular uh, computers of all time, selling more units than maybe it may still hold the record today. I would have to go back and check. But the C64 Mini is obviously playing on that retro theme. And what's really neat about it is it comes with 64 games. Makes sense. It's about a fourth of the size of the regular Commodore 64 
but you can update the firmware. And uh, while it comes with 64 OK games, you can, with the firmware update, actually put games on a USB drive and you can load that thing up and play as many games as you want. And what I thought would be interesting was is to see if I could actually go through the whole process of preparing for that firmware update using Pixel devices. So what I did was uh, just one night before I actually uh, opened the C64 Mini, I was on my Pixel 3 phone. I went to Google Drive uh, on the uh, an app on the Pixel 3 phone. I created a C64 Mini folder in Google Drive. From the phone, I downloaded the upgraded firmware. Uh, I downloaded some additional games. I save them to the same Google Drive folder. So again, I'm doing this all on the phone in the comfort of my own chair. Uh, and then I also save the links to the instructions to the Google Drive folder, as well as a, a couple of videos that showed you how to prepare your USB drive and add additional games. So was able to do that all in the palm of my hand with my Pixel 3, I thought that was pretty cool. And then to prepare the USB drive for the firmware flash, I went to my Pixelbook. Uh, the downloaded file for the firmware was actually a .rar compressed file. I was able to decompress that on the Pixelbook. I was also able to decompress uh, another file that contained uh, some .d64 ROMs, which is the format that you would need. And then I copied all the ROMs over to a USB on the Pixelbook. And the C64 Mini is operational. I can play lots of uh, other games that are on the USB drive. I didn't have any problems updating the firmware. And the reason I mention this is some people claim the Pixelbook just isn't a competent computer. Can't do the things that geeks want to do makers want to do. And I got to tell you, uh, using the Pixel phone and the Pixel book together, I was able to do all these things. The Pixel book is really coming into its own right as a full computer. And uh, again, just looking forward ahead to even more that we can do once we add the Linux support, which I've already done on my Pixel book. Uh, and with Android apps, we can do just some amazing things. And we can do pretty much, uh, you know, 90% of what everybody else is doing using a Mac and or a Windows or Linux machine. So very pleased with that. Thought I would share that with you. I'm also more um, excited about a new version of the C64 Mini. It won't be a Mini. It'll be a more full-size version. I'm not sure if it's actually going to be full-size, but one thing the Mini doesn't have is it has a keyboard, but it doesn't work. It's just a... Uh, superficial kind of appearance keyboard, but the next version, and I've got links to a uh, working uh, prototype that they linked to on their Facebook page of a C64 with a working keyboard. So that's going to be kind of cool. Not really Google related, but it is cool nonetheless if you're into retro computing. All right, so let's take a look at our Google hardware summary. What are the devices that are uh, in, in my home, what are the Google devices and the ones that we were kind of focusing on in this particular podcast. So here's the long list. So as far as Google Homes go or any device that has Google Home in the name, such as Google Home Hub, Google Home, Google Home Mini, uh, what we have is a Google Home Hub. We have three of those. We have one in the bedroom. It's the slate color. We have one in my wife's office, which I mentioned earlier. That's the coral co color. It's not pink, it's coral. Uh, and I actually air quoted there, so you didn't get a chance to see that. Uh, and then also in my office, there is the slate 
uh, home, Google Home Hub. And all three of those are used regularly in the bedroom. Uh, we have several routines hooked up to the Google Home Hub for going to bed, starting our day in the morning with news. Uh, my wife's is used throughout the day. She uses it as a speakerphone. She uses it to play music. The one in my office here I use for the podcast. Uh, I also use for general information and to make uh, phone calls as well. Uh, all of them uh, display pictures of our family, which I just love. We've never really had a lot of pictures in our home, but now we, wherever we have a Google Home Hub, we have pictures of our family, which is really kind of cool. We also have an eight inch Lenovo smart display in our living room. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I had some problems with a Lenovo smart display. It was in my office. I suspect that the issue with it now was the Wi-Fi. I just mentioned the Google uh, Wi-Fi throughout the house. I placed it upstairs. It works perfectly fine. So I suspect that in the basement, we just had some uh, Wi-Fi dropout. So Lenovo, if I uh, uh, sullied your good name, I apologize. It was not your product. It was my Wi-Fi. So Google Home Hub or Google Wi-Fi, I'm sorry, seems to have corrected that. So that's in our living room. We use that to uh, play music throughout the house. Uh, we use it for pictures, again, of our family. Uh, we also use it with our ring or our Nest doorbell. So when somebody comes to the door, it tells us there's somebody there. And then uh, we've been using the broadcast feature a lot for the Google Home devices. And if you're not familiar, broadcast is a way that you can send a message all through the house like an intercom. Pretty cool. So between the Lenovo Smart Display and those uh, Google Home devices with screens, we got the house pretty well covered, which I like. We also have a Google Home in the master bathroom. Uh, that actually works out really well. We use that when we're getting ready in the morning, but specifically when we shower, we really like to have music playing when we're showering or listen to the news. And we've just found that having the Google Home in the bathroom is great for getting ready in the morning, quick information, what's my commute to work, what's the weather, what's on my calendar for the day, works out really well. Then we also have a Google Home Mini in the guest bathroom, which is actually a bathroom I use when I get ready in the morning. Um, and same thing, use it for news, what's coming up, listen to some music if I want to while I'm shaving, getting ready, what's my schedule. Uh, so those are great. And then we have all of those tied with all of our other Google Home with this home devices with displays, we can play music on all of those at the same time. So you can imagine through Christmas, we just had Christmas music playing all through the house. Pretty cool, really enjoyed it. Still in boxes. Yes, that's right. I still have other devices in boxes. We have four Google Home, our Google Home Minis, I'm sorry. Uh, we have one in Coral, Aqua, Charcoal, and Chalk. And I have all four of those. Um, the Coral and the Aqua uh, we purchased to as part of packages that just kind of came with it when you bought a Google Home Hub. And that's to add some color throughout the house. So probably going to move one into our kitchen. I think we could use one in our kitchen. And then I'm going to take either the charcoal or the chalk. I'm going to take one of those to my office at work and see if I can get that connected and use that at work. So we've got Google Homes pretty much everywhere. The other devices that we have, I mentioned Google Wi-Fi have the three pack. We have uh, the bedroom closet is where the main connection to the internet comes in. That's where the internet modem is. I've created uh, a couple of shelves in our master closet, have those nice and hidden, have them wired up. And I've got the main hub for Google Wi-Fi there. There's also one on the other end of the house in my wife's office. And then there's another one here in my office, which is why I'm getting such good Wi-Fi now in my office. So again, a great product. I won't talk any more about that. But uh, as we as we learn more about that, 
through use. I'll be sure to share that. We also have Nest cameras. We have a Nest camera in the living room, the backyard, the front door is the Nest Hello Doorbell, which has really been great. We've really been enjoying that. We've only had it for about a month and a half, but we were able to turn off our doorbell. Uh, there's a setting in the software. You can turn off the doorbell. You still get notifications on your phone, but your doorbell is turned off. If you have little yappy dogs like we have, they don't hear the doorbell. They don't go crazy, but you get a notification on your phone. Or what I really like is on the Google Home Hubs with displays, you get the notification. So that's been really great. And you can see who's at the door. So you just feel more safe knowing that there's somebody at the door and you can see them and see what's in their hand. So highly recommend the Nest Hello Doorbell if you're looking for a doorbell. Can't speak for the other ones like Ring or any of those other products. Uh, I'm not sure how they integrate with Google, but I'm, I'm trying to use all Google here, so that's great. We also have a Nest Protect in the entryway. The Nest Protect is the smoke detector. It's also the carbon monoxide detector. And one of the other features, I don't know why I really like it, but when you walk under it, if it's in the middle of the night, it glows. It uses the lights to provide a glow so that you can walk out safely. I just thought that was kind of a cool addition. And of course, I think I've mentioned these in the past. We have three phones. We have the Pixel 3, which I've mentioned. My wife, I mentioned, has the Moto X4. And then I have a Nexus 6 with a Google Fi SIM that I use and I take running with me. So that's the kind of Google hardware summary the, of the items that I have in the house. Those, that's why uh, you see I spend so much time using Google products, I just really want to share with you my experiences. And that's really what this whole um, podcast is about. And it's also just another fun summary of all the gadgets that we have in the house. Again, this is episode 007 with an extra zero at the beginning. So it is the gadget episode. As we roll into the news and deals, it's kind of a slow period between Christmas and New Year's. Not a lot going on, but there were uh, a couple of things that I thought you might be interested in. As far as a deal goes, there's over 50 movie rentals now at 99 cents uh, starting there and uh, going up to about $2.99 at the Google Play Store. So if you want to check those out, there's you can probably go right to the store and see a banner ad. If not, go to the show notes and I've got a link directly there. The Google Store is still discounting the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL to $5.99 until New Year's Eve, which is tomorrow as I record this. Uh, so there's a 24 hours left for you if you've just burned in to get a Pixel. Uh, it's $5.99. I'm guessing they want to clear those out and get, get rid of those. I didn't have the Pixel. I went right from the uh, OG Pixel, the original Pixel, all the way to the Pixel 3. Some people don't like the Pixel 2 because of the screen. I can't speak to that. Uh, but it does seem like uh, a pretty good deal if you want to get into a Pixel phone and have that experience. I personally think I'd go and spend a couple hundred extra bucks and get the Pixel 3. But again, I don't have an experience with the two, so can't really say that. There's also 10% back on the Google Store purchases over $1,000. Is that a deal? Oh my gosh, that doesn't sound good at all, but they're touting it as a deal. So purchase over $1,000 in the Google Store, they'll give you 100 back. Yeah, again, not a great deal, but it's something that's out there. The Pixel Book is down to $750 at the Google Store. That's the cheapest you're ever going to find it. So if you're in the market for a Pixel Book, grab that before it bounces back up to around $999. Uh, that's where I purchased my Pixel Book. Been very pleased with it. We'll tell you that. Uh, there are uh, all kinds of other holiday deals that you can uh, find uh, on the Google products, such as the Home Hub, the Google Minis, and Nest products. So feel free to pop there at store.google.com and you can take a look at all those. Some of those deals are not that great. There have been better deals, but if still, it's cheaper than paying full price. And as you know, I want us to not pay full price for this stuff. 
Also, we'll mention as far as news, the only big thing popping up was that the Chromebook support page got, got a uh, material refresh. So that material design is, is finally at the Chromebook support page. You know, I saw this and what I found interesting was I had never visited the site before. There's some really good information on the Chromebook support page. If you've not visited that and you have a Chromebook, visit the page. Uh, there is a link in the show notes uh, if you'd like to see that. But if um, you don't have access to the show notes, go to support.google.com slash Chromebook. That should get you there. And again, just really great information about the different versions of Chrome OS that are out there. What are the features? You can uh, type in a search and find uh, information about features. And I, I just thought it was a really great page. I'm going to add it to my bookmarks and I can see myself using it on a regular basis. The last thing I want to talk about is I had a question about why don't you talk about rumors or upcoming features. I try and focus only on the things that are available to us right now. I will probably not spend a lot of time talking about rumors about this feature coming or that feature coming or this device or that device. I want to focus on the here and now. There are a lot of other great people that talk about the rumors, what's coming. I'll leave that to them. I want to talk about using Pixel devices in our day-to-day -day life, which again leads me to our next episode, Google Keep. We're going to be focused on Google Keep. We're going to go take a deep dive into Google Keep and find out how you can use it to organize your life. I'll share with you how I use it. And I think it'll be a fun episode. It'll be our first episode to really take a deep dive into a specific product. So be sure and check us out in the next episode. That will be episode eight. That wraps up our 007 version of the Pixel Power podcast. We're again in about 20 minutes, which is perfect. Remember, you can connect online at www.pixelpowerpodcast.com. You can email me at steven at pixelpowerpodcast.com. Links for the show notes are at www.pixelpowerpodcast.com slash episode slash whichever episode you want. In this case, it would be 0007. And you can be sure to leave your reviews at your favorite podcast services. Uh, would love to start seeing those reviews. Here's a happy new year wish for all of you. The next time I speak to you, it will be 2019. Can you believe it? 2019.